Hey Pats fans, welcome to another episode of Title Talk. I'm sorry you're here after the Patriots' loss, but I'm happy to announce that Alonzo is back for the week. He's out of school, he's ready, he's settled in, so he's going to get in some Patriots talk, some big picture talk with us, along with Connor Boris after about 20 minutes. Connor is a hilarious dude from Pat's Chat, so just stick around, listen to Connor Boris. If you love Bill Belichick, cover your ears, because Connor is not holding any punches. So, thanks for listening today, guys. Hope you enjoy the episode. What is going on, guys? It's a dreary Monday afternoon here. I'm here with Alonzo NFL. My pal, my partner, he's back. We're going to be here for a very, very short period of time, but we're going to really get into this. So what's going on, Alonzo? How are you feeling this morning? Uh, disgusting. Sick. Just horrible. It was it was bad last night. It was really, really bad. Man. Like, really bad. Like, I can't believe I watched the whole thing, but they have Tom Brady, so I figured I'd actually watch the whole thing but it turns out it doesn't fucking matter yeah because they have tom brady and they have rob gronkowski who they tried to trade for like no discernible reason during the offseason but yeah just unbelievable it's not this team is just i don't recognize it to be honest it's they look it it looks sometimes like they just have bad or mediocre players on the field. And that just, especially on offense, has not been the case recently. But now it's like you see fucking Fildor Set and Chris Hogan are your number one and two receivers. And I guess that's the result you're going to get when those guys are like at the helm of your passing game. Yeah, I would agree. And for me, the offense is just is just like you said. It you know it's missing a toughness, and I think that'll help when Edelman comes back. But but still, yeah, even even Gordon, he'll probably come back maybe this week, maybe next week. But like you just said, Gronk Gronk is going to draw two defenders. He's the only reliable offensive player aside from James White in the passing game. White. And then you have Chris Hogan, who barely gets open. You have Phil Dorsett, who barely gets open. And Patterson yeah. is not even – we said he's half a receiver. No, he's like one-fourth of a receiver, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. So you can't even really count him. So it's just – the line's not – it's not – it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look great either. But the guys just aren't, the guys just aren't getting open, man. It's really – it's exactly. fucking disgusting. And the thing, the, thing, <laughs> the thing about it is, for me, is like you can tell what the Patriots think about their offense just by the play – and the play calling, how conservative they are at different times in the games, yeah. and what just what they're doing. I mean, it's just the Patriots aren't very confident in their team. I really don't think they should be either. They they stink, man. The the personnel is just they're bad. Like they have two receivers that they can count on, and none of them can get open. <laughs> the only guys that can get open are the best tight end ever and a pass catching running back on third downs. That's it. No one else. And like you, you just—it's really hard to have a functioning offense when your players can't get separation. I don't care who the quarterback is, and I mean, I guess we're kind of confident it's going to change with Edelman back and with um, with Gordon acclimated. But 
it's still like right now you just watch these last two games it's jarring it's, because it's worse than 2013 well at least like in 2013 they could play 11 personnel yeah right now that they, they they like if they play 11 personnel they have a fucking retard who's a third receiver <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's bad it's not good <laughs> um and yeah, and then you see Dwayne Allen out there getting his ass pancaked. Yes, love it for a three point eight million dollars final cap. It's unbelievable. It's just so, like you watch a game like last night, and it really makes you wonder how they did not much to address the concerns that were pretty obvious at points of last season. And like really throughout last season, be it on offense, on defense. I mean, like you said, they suck. And who would you rather be paying six million dollars to, Chris Hogan or Danny Amendola? Yeah, it's not close. It's Danny Amendola. Not even. It's like I, I don't care. I don't care if you're saving because they have to save Amendola. Whatever. Like I don't. Amendola. Chris Hogan can't get open. Chris Hogan is a fourth or fifth option in a good passing game and for us he's our number one wide receiver right now it's not good it's just it's not good not good enough and like I guess when they traded for Gordon we were so excited because it kind of felt like a heat check it was like oh the Pats buying low he's probably the most I would say (laughs) this is a whole nother can of worms but and we didn't talk about it because I was off but I'd say he's the most talented football player to ever live. That's a hot take, but I really feel that way just because, I mean, fuck, I'm rewatching this game right now. Sony Michelle just dropped a pass in the flat. Brady gave him a death stare. Hey, he looks... Alonzo, I want to say something real quick. Yeah. Um, What really is disgusting to me about this game is you, you probably remember last year how hesitant the Patriots were used to use Deion Lewis in various packages yeah. and leave him on the bench. And I just I just love how full throttle we are in Sony Michelle. Like I, I absolutely hate it. Like I really hate it. Yeah. I you know, I saw some of the hate for him last night on Twitter. And I get it because if you're taking a running back in the first round, he better be just special. And Michelle I he just doesn't I think he looks good, to be honest, but he just, he doesn't look, like, electric, like, worth a first-round pick for a running back. And that, like, that's pretty concerning to me because it's amazing how we enter the draft with two first and two second-round picks, and we're getting nothing in the way of impact from the class besides Bentley and Michelle. Like, I really can't believe it. When they clearly needed an influx of just high-end draft pedigree talent and we're not getting it we're not so it's it's been rough yeah oof man and to to kind of transition the defense a little bit an overall kind of take i had from this game was from 2009 to 2013 the patriots were winning but they were kind of rebuilding and gutting their roster which was eventually the 2014 2015 and i i hate to say this but it looks like it looks like this. That's what this team looks like. It looks like a team that needs to, is in the middle of a rebuild, and we just didn't figure it out. And I think last year should have pointed 
pointed big signs to this team needs an overhaul. It got to the Super Bowl, largely part of Tom Brady, a whole lot of luck, the Jags blowing it, and yeah. and a couple really good skill players and a decent offensive line. But I just really think, especially on defense, they if you look at look at next year, D Mac is making three thirteen point five million. Hightower is making ten million, and it's um the the Patriots have three point five million cap space right now. So not not only are they cap space, yeah. they stink. They're not good. And I just think that we're in the middle of a rebuild, and it sucks to say, but right now I think that's where for, we are. For me, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it would have been hard to see at the beginning of the year because at least right now these guys just aren't playing well. Players that we think to be or know to be or were at some point really good are just playing like shit. Like Hightower, my God. He's a, he's he a defensive stinks. tackle. He is, he's Brendan Spikes. He's defensive tackle, man. I'm telling you. He's defensive tackle. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about Hightower is not only is – not only is he slower, but when he engages with the running back, when he engages with a tackle, he just doesn't look powerful either. It's He's slower. He doesn't have as much power. I mean, I'm not seeing things. Neither are you. You're right. He's look, he looks bad, really bad. And it, like it's, even last year when he was playing, he was playing well when he got hurt. And the defense really fell off without him. But right now it's – they look awful. It's brutal. Yeah, I think, you know, the Belichick philosophy is kind of you move on from players like Chandler Jones and you're able to insert players that you've drafted like Trey Flowers into the mix and you don't really you, you don't really miss that much of a beat. But I think what's happened in the last couple of years is, like I said, the same thing that's happened in those past years. Patriots really haven't hit as much on their young talent, like you were saying, especially this year. And um, they're they're having to they're they're having to replace positions where they drafted like Malcolm Brown looks horrible. They they had to bring Danny Shelton in to replace that kind of position. Yeah. And, and she, it's just Danny Shelton looks like shit too. Yep, yep. It's just things like that over and over at each position, and it kind of adds up. You you have a land you still have Landon Roberts on the field, and yeah, you're right about Danny Shelton. I thought he was going to be great. He can he can push the pocket, but good God, he can't even get a hand up on guys when they come by. He's so slow. He's he's slow. He's slow. He's like the rest they, of our they defense. just all exactly the rest. They have so many run stopping players and so many guys in that mold, and they just can't stop the run. <laughs> so that if that's how your defense is built, then you're fucked. You're fucked. And it's like in this NFL, we can't move horizontally. I mean, they're down, they're down 13 points with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they're having to play fucking 21 personnel with Devlin in the game because they don't have bodies at receiver. It's just, it's really bad on both sides. Yeah, it's especially the defense. Yeah, I have higher hopes for the offense to get it back together. Like I said, yeah. Jesus Christ, this defense. What is velocity like? What is power like? Force times velocity or something? Speed times something? It has something to do with speed. We don't have that. We do not. We do not. And just to think that we watch all the last season and we see that there's just a glaring lack of speed. And 
their solution to that is drafting Jawan Bentley and Christian Sam. Like, come on. And I guess that Hightower, like you couldn't have expected the drop off, but still, they needed like a jolt of athleticism on their defense, and they just got nothing. Yeah, personally, I, I want to see Nick Grigsby get some snaps. You want Marquise Flowers back too? <laughs> I really do. Yeah. No, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, I, I'm going to predict that we're going to trade for a player like Marquise Flowers, and we had him on the roster just, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Four weeks yeah. ago? Yeah, we hate it. We, we really, we really, really, really – Really hate it, and does the, uh, all right. Does does Alandon Roberts look better than Hightower? He does. He does. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think of the word, think of the like sentence that just came out of my mouth. Does Alandon Roberts look better than Hightower? Like, what the fuck is this come to? <laughs> Oh man, it's it's uh, this is disgusting right now. <laughs> I feel so, I, you know, like before the season, I was like, man, I like this team. I think I like this team. On paper, it looks good, but I can just see myself now in a couple weeks going, well, the Patriots aren't getting pressure, blah blah blah. But I rolled with it, and here yeah. we are. And the other thing about the Patriots, not only are they slow, they don't look well coached either. Yeah, it's. It hasn't I don't been... care what anyone says. They don't look well coached. If you if you were to see the Patriots on TV and they didn't have that little flying Elvis on the side of their head, you would be wondering who in the fuck is coaching this team. Yeah. Uh, again, it's tough to say, and it's kind of dirty to say because it's Belichick, it's Brady, but they look bad. And even to not to get on Brady too much because – I mean, he's human, but his attitude on the field is just awful. Like, he looked last night like he did not want to be there. And that's not – I mean, that's not what you want from your from your leader, from your captain, from your GOAT quarterback. It's like – that's – you know, he looked, he looked like apathetic out there. And really, aside from Dietrich-wise on – the sack and I think another play he made in the backfield and Gronk on the third down. I did not see these guys excited to make one play throughout no. the game. And yeah, but... it's, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Def- if you remember in 2013, Brady had the same attitude. It was, yeah, that would, that would always lead the ESPN first takes is, is Brady's Brady's attitude because he was throwing helmets and yelling at people. But I can see but, why Brady didn't show up to OTAs. But you know what? This year, I feel like it, the attitude's different. It's not like outwardly angry. It's more like he's just keeping to himself. He's not really talking to people on the sidelines. He's not yelling at people and getting into people's faces too much. He's just like by himself, kind of like in that Kansas City game in 2014. Like that's how I'd compare it to. Yes, so you're telling me that we need Ivan Fears to tell Brady that he looks scared. We do, and 
he does and I, like I and the gentleman's back it'll be completely different there is no more role I mean Bronk is the most important player on offense outside of Brady but there's no role that's more important than the Edelman, Amendola, slot receiver role. They can just get open quick. Like their only threats in the quick game right now are the backs, and that is a major problem because they have no threats outside of Gronk in the deeper part of the field. Oh, man. Yeah, this is definitely James. This is James White's offense. That's definitely for sure. Um, Actually, yes. Here we are with. Here we are with Burkhead again. He's hurt again. Burkhead, it's getting on my nerves. It is. He's – it just – it keeps happening. And you you don't want to make excuses like, oh, that was a freak thing, that was a freak thing. Like, at some point, all these freak things are just – they're a pattern. And they're not really freak things. They're just things that happen to this guy constantly. I really hate this team. <laughs> can we, can we, can we just take the year off and get like a top five pick? Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they can trade Gronk and like that report yesterday. And the fact, did you see Gronk didn't even deny it? He's just like, yeah, <laughs> they wanted to trade me, and I said, no, fuck you, I'm playing with Tom Brady. But that, like, yeah, that's the that. Yeah. I mean, and they had already traded Cooks at that point too. Like, what? Their quarterback is 41, and they're going to leave him without anything on offense. The idea of just, like, broaching it is ridiculous to me. Like, if you're going to keep – if you're going down one way and it's right now um, and you trade Jimmy G and rest in peace, Jimmy G, (laughs) but if you're going to do that, then you might as well just go all in and try to maximize Brady's window and – I mean, I guess trading Cooks and trading Gronk flies completely in the face of that. Could you imagine this team without Gronk? I don't want to, no, but I can. <laughs> it would be a worse 2014. Oof. Like, it would be – no one would get open against man, against zone, against anything. And teams, by the way, teams are – like, if I'm Miami, I'm doubling Gronk like a punt gunner on every single snap. Because no one else Good. is beating me. You could just shadow Hogan with Xavier Howard and shadow Dorsett with whoever, and you won't get beat. So, like, what – it's it's bad. This is the type of offense that Belichick – I'm not going to say Belichick in his prime because it's September. But I guess the classic Belichick would just completely clamp down on. And if Belichick were designing a defense, to play this team, it would be two guys on Gronk, like Gunners, at the line of scrimmage every single play, just beating the shit out of them. And that is that's all you need because the rest of these guys cannot create for themselves. It's it's bad. It's really bad. Oh man. Well, listen, Alonzo, I'm I'm glad to hear your first week went pretty good. I'm sorry that the Patriots really suck. Yeah, they kind of ruined and it. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully you can have a better week. We can mourn. Josh Gordon will look good in practice, and we can advance from this. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk again this week and 
and yeah, for reluctantly sure. preview preview the Dolphins game because right now we're all weeping. We're weeping, and I'm I'm even more upset that we couldn't celebrate the Gordon trade on this podcast. Yeah, we. I actually hated it. Like, I mean, that's the like that was our wet dream that came true, and now they're they're taking away from us. But I mean, the one silver lining from last night is: Did you see that guy? Like, just the way he's built. He's a pretty monstrous man, I would say. <laughs> if he clicks, if I had to guess, if he fucking clicks, and Edelman's back, and like despite everything we just said, like watch out. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm gonna watch out for these tears that are dropping down my face. It was good to talk to you, Alonzo. Kind of cheered me up a little bit, getting all that off my chest. I've been sitting in class all day just moping, wanting to get this off my chest, but. I appreciate it, and I'll I'll talk to you later, buddy. Yeah, for sure, man. See you later, man. See What's up, guys? I'm joined now here with my beautiful friend, Connor Boris. What is up, Boris? Uh, just having a lovely day after a just fantastic Patriots game. It was really a shit show, wasn't it? It was really – you just hate to see that. I could not believe what I was seeing the entire time. It was pathetic all around, all three phases. <laughs> I can, can you actually believe that we in 2018, the year 2018, we we would be saying that Matt Patricia beat the Patriots in all three phases of NFL football game? No. I can't believe that Bill Belichick was holding Matt Patricia back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that that fat diabetic got us. We're, we're, we're now 0-1. We're starting in the hole. Oh, this is bad. Very bad. It, I'm going I'm to I'm let you have the floor on Bill Belichick's slander. I don't know where to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the defense is just so bad. And it's all his fault. It's all the decision-making he has made on who he's kept. And just, it's bad. Dante Hightower, uh, the nose tackle, running around playing middle (laughs) linebacker like a fat slob. I think he's the fat diabetic, not Matt Patricia. (laughs) Bill Belichick just refuses to adjust to the time on the second level of the defense. He wants to keep getting those 260, 270-pound linebackers when he should be adapting to the 6'3", 4", and 4'4", speed linebacker. And he just doesn't do it. It's a refusal. It's disgusting. Actually, I have a question. So if Bill Belichick is trying – it just keeps doing these 260-pound linebackers like Dante Hightower's defensive tackle looking ass, how come the Patriots can't stop the run? That's my question. Because you have people like fucking Alandon Roberts out there who are fucking garbage. <laughs> he is still on the team, man. It's the Holy like I said fucking last week. He's the linebacker, Jordan Richards. <laughs> he really is the linebacker, Jordan Richards. So you've got so you're fielding uh you're fielding Dante Hightower who 
is by all accounts dogging it. Just watch him. He dogs it on half the plays. The other half of the plays, he's just way too fucking slow. And then you have Elandon Roberts, who might actually be legally blind. Like, I'm not sure if he's – I'm not sure if you can actually see. Like, he probably hits the correct hole about one-fifth of the time, and that's not what you want out of an NFL linebacker. That's generous. (laughs) If – I mean, our defensive line gets manhandled, so there's usually, like, two holes. The The running back can pick either one. Whatever hole the running back doesn't choose, that's the one Robert shoots at. <laughs> you know, I was just watching the, – the coach's film isn't up yet, but I was watching the condensed form, and I was wondering how bad are Lawrence Guy and Danny Shelton. I watched, and they weren't so bad. It was just these – Elaine and Roberts and Dante Hightower are just – one of them's really slow, and the other one just might be special needs. Did you see the play? Where Carrion Johnson got around the left side, Hightower was right there with him, and Hightower couldn't even touch him because he's that slow. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh man, I could. He, yeah, even Mike Lombardi went on radio this morning and said Hightower looks slow. He's been saying that for years. But the pro- I think we talked about this last week. You you want to? You'd rather move Hightower to edge, but the problem with that is. He's not even a great pass rusher. He, he's a great situational pass yeah, rusher, he's but not. he's still he's he's still not a great situational. He's not a great pass rusher in general. He's average. I mean, maybe he can set the edge. That's that's probably a little bit better than than what Keontae Davis has been doing. Um, but it's still, Claiborne. yeah, Adrian Claiborne rushing past the quarterback every every fucking play. Someone please kick him inside. Just kick him inside. They they put him on the other side of the side he's normally at, and he has a disease where he has a little gimp arm, so he can't really – what does he do on the other side with the gimp arm? I don't know what's up with that. Kick him inside on the other side. Put Wise, put Wise on that side. High tower, have Hightower rotating. We're going to be rotating Hightower as an edge setter for like $8 million to $10 million a year. That's disgusting. I have honestly reached the point where I kind of want to see Hightower on the interior of the defensive line. <laughs> Just start feeding him. Yes. The guy? He, he's going to need to make a position change. He's not a linebacker anymore. It's really sad. It's like one of those those old star cornerbacks. Can Brandon Browner make the move to safety? It's the fall from grace for Hightower. <laughs> it's absolutely we disgusting. him over Chandler Jones. It's disgusting. <laughs> and I know everybody in the Pats chat fucking – hate Chandler Jones for whatever reason. Oh, he disappeared in the playoffs. No, he was a guaranteed double-digit sack guy, and you don't have that on this team at all. And we could absolutely use one. Yeah, and the other thing about Chandler Jones is he didn't really get to pin his ears back and rush in New England like he does in Arizona. So, I mean, I I used to say that too, but I kind of like actually kind of get from Chandler Jones' side – don't really get to rush a quarterback. He's must rushing a whole lot, playing contain a whole lot, and now, good God! Late. Remember when we remember we were trying to decide if we wanted Hightower, Collins, or Chandler Jones? Most people thought it was Hightower and Collins or something like that. Hightower for sure. Now we're just left with Hightower, and he's a nose tackle. I was always team Chandler Jones. I'm proud to say that. I don't. <laughs> I think I was team Jamie Collins until he said he wanted Von Miller money. Yeah, I 
I was a uh, Chandler and like try to keep Collins because I didn't think he would want that kind of money because he's not that fucking good. He's good, not that good. But I was like, yeah, just keep Chandler. And then we traded him after his episode for the sixty-first pick. In case, I mean, you've seen what Khalil Mack got. Now, just think, Chandler Jones went for a sixty-one. Yeah. Uh, I really wish we had that player still. Because when he was here, though, we didn't use him as a natural pass rusher. We had him set the edge when we really should have been standing him up on the outside like fucking Vaughn Miller and just saying, go get the fucking quarterback. Yeah, for sure. The thing about the Patriots is that me and Alonzo were talking about earlier that really sucks is the way Bill Belichick works is you take guys like Chandler Jones, you push them out, and 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 for guys like Trey Flowers that you drafted, and and you replenish the talent with draft picks. And what happens is you draft guys like Malcolm Brown, and you have to replace them with a guy like Danny Shelton. And so you're replacing busts or players that just aren't very good or as good as expected with other guys that you have to pay a lot of money. And the thing about this Patriots team is you look up and they have 3.5 million in cap space, by the way, this, this is what I was banging up, banging on the table for cutting Dwayne Allen 5 million, because this is why, because you never know what you're going to need in the trade deadline. And now the Patriots really don't have any money. Yeah. So for all those hopes, uh, Fucking Seattle tanking it, getting rid of some of their top players, like fucking Bobby Wagner or something like that. Not happening with the cap space we have. No. And also, uh, if I see one speck of blame going Tom Brady's way, I will personally beat your ass. Yeah. um, The loss is not at all on number 12. Um, It's just terrible. The receivers were getting no separation. Uh, Mr. Daniel in Pat's chat. I don't know what the fuck you were talking about last night with your hate. Did you do you see the bums that he was trying to throw to that could get couldn't even get half a yard of separation? Terrible. And that interception when he just chucked it up, he literally just said fuck it. He didn't care. And you can tell It looked like twenty thirteen. And you could tell by his fucking comments uh, today where he said uh, uh, Slade just saw it before Dorset, and Dorset couldn't adjust. He won't even take blame because he just said <laughs> he, he just said fuck it. He didn't care. He said, "I'm just chucking. I'm just chucking this one up. Whoever comes down with it, comes down with it." Yeah, it looked exactly like 2013, where you had a shit ton of Brady just chucking and ducking in 2013 to guys like Kimbrell Tompkins and Aaron Dobson, who actually looking back, you're, you're really right about the 2013 team. Like at least you could play 11 and you could have Austin Colley, Kimbrell Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, a couple other guys I'm forgetting out there. Now you just have Phil Dorsett, Awful. Chris Hogan, <laughs> and Patterson Bum. who knows one play. <laughs> Dumb. There's three bums. Oh, Dumb. Where's your number one wide receiver at, bro? He's fucking trash. <laughs> he was doing some stuff. He said <laughs> he was at he was at the game. You must have missed it. Oh my god, he's so bad. Chris Hogan should not be anywhere near a starting job in the NFL. 
<laughs> Keep him in as a situational wide receiver. That's what he needs to be. Once Gordon and Edelman are in, and he's the fucking third wide receiver, even fourth, fine. Chris Hogan, you're fine on my team, but get the fuck out of the number one spot, please. <laughs> get back to the cross, please. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's it's really so true. I mean, what, if, if Gordon actually pans out, you have Edelman, Gordon, Gronk, and guys like Chris Hogan won't see the field a whole lot. And by the way, I just I just want to say something else. Fuck you, Dwayne Allen. <laughs> You're fucking. Garbage. Did you see him get absolutely fucking manhandled on one of those third and ones to Michelle? Yes. Th- that's another thing. Michelle didn't have a great game, obviously. But it's, it wasn't even his fault. They were just getting manhandled up front all fucking game. He's just running the plays that he was told to. They're feeding him and couldn't get anything going in the trenches. However, those two drops, yeah. disgusting. Run, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. the correct route, you cross-eyed freak. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, I'll give him a solid uh, B-, minus, and that might be generous for the running and the lack of offensive line run blocking. But also, also we'll give him a solid F for two drops in a row, not knowing where the fuck he is. That could be due to the cross-eyedness. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait he's on some surgical procedure the, to fix he's that. He's looking at the play sheet. He's, fucking, he's like, wait, where do I go? I'm just gonna guess. And the, something that Alonzo pointed out that was really really funny to me is if you think about it, like if you saw Brady, I never even thought about it because I was so mad. If you saw Brady on the sideline just sitting there. Like like it was 2013 again. He actually really doesn't have he doesn't really have many uh, good friends on this team without Edelman and without Dola. Just doesn't have like he's not going to hang out with Dorsett, fucking cross eyed Michelle or James White or James Devlin. Like he's just sitting over there by himself. No, it's it, it's really it just Brady and Gronk right now until Edelman gets back. And that's that Amendola thing. I will say this. I believe he was not re-signed to spite Tom Brady. Uh, I would, you know, I would have signed Dole all day. At the at the, at the first, I was like, man, I don't know, that's a lot of money. But if you look at if you look at what Dwayne Allen gets, and it's essentially the same contract as Dola, why not? Why not just bring back Dola? Because again, you you never know what's going to happen. The Patriots in the 2017 season when they won the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick actually just put Dole on PUP and just just to see what happens, and they actually needed him. And I thought they needed that again, and they could, Bill just didn't want. Bill to pay didn't him. want to pay him because he's one of Tom's guys. Yeah, he's one of he's he's one of Alex G's guys. Yep. We hate God him. forbid, uh, fucking people do a different method of training that has extended the career of a fucking quarterback. You know, I saw a tweet and it was like Tom Brady. It was obviously sarcastic, but a lot of people got mad. It was like Tom Brady playing to 45 seems like more of a threat than it does anything else. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Fucking after last night, the Alex Jones and the fucking EDP videos are just perfect for everything. I'm, yeah, I'll have like, I have like, Three one minute long Alex Jones rants on my on my phone that always is post. I know I want to punch you in the nose. 
<laughs> I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. What? I like the EDP uh, one that I found today. He's, he's <laughs> saying goodnight, I will motherfucker. shoot you. <laughs> I will shoot you. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Then you get, it's a BB gun, but somebody fucking put a real gun and fucking flash over the video, which makes it just a thousand times better <laughs> than how it actually is. <laughs> Say goodnight, motherfucker. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Oh, man. The state of the Patriots. You get spanked by Matt Patricia for four quarters. Just absolutely spanked. After you got spanked for four quarters by a team that lost to Tennessee. Nine to six. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember that game. That nine to six game, I was right there. Had $90 on it on the Jags win. I... I fucking hate, hated ever. I was like, there's no way. That Jags, that Blake Bortles was so accurate. Oh, my God. Corey Grant looks so good. Their defense looks so good. Their offense was so good. And then they just fucking scored six points the next I, game. Fuck you. Was just fuck nice, you. I was feeling not too frisky, so I just did a $5 parlay. But it was six teams. Every fucking team covered besides the fucking Texans. I don't know what I was thinking. I figured, you know, maybe Clown and Watt could fucking wreck that terrible offensive line of the Giants. But nope, that team is terrible. So congratulations, Patriots. Yeah. We've beat a team that lost to the New York Giants. And the, the Patriots the Patriots are playing the Dolphins this weekend. Like, they're no slouch either. No, they, they're not they're bad. Now. Tannehill looks good. Tannehill looks very Tannehill good. future future. Future Patriots quarterback Bill Belichick loves Tannehill. We hate it. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I really question Bill's ability to evaluate talent at this stage of his career. You know what? I, I like the idea of when, when it comes to drafting a skill player, you just, like, phone a friend. Yeah. Um, I'm for maybe letting uh, – let McDaniels take the draft. Let him do that. <laughs> It's going to be his team in a couple years anyway. In all likelihood. With Andrew Luck running the helm. We love that. Too bad those scumbag Cleveland Browns took Baker Mayfield or else we possibly would have traded up to the second pick to get him. Ah, man. That would have been been excellent. Is anything else from the game that we missed? I I know I didn't didn't really talk about why's – Wise with his club hand, screaming and yelling. That was pretty Wise, funny. Wise looked they, good. They, one they, one that, high point. It gave me some comic relief to see him just screaming and yelling. That Wise was pretty is good. the one defensive player that looked good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Wise looked good. I know on that one – I didn't talk about it either, but on that one Gilmore touchdown, Harmon – the wide receiver crossed Harmon's face. He clearly didn't take him. Yeah. Harmon really admitted to – uh, busting the coverage today. You know, I just want to play. Can we just play a game where the the offense and defense looks just as easy as it does for the other team? It's like, oh, let's try. Like it seems like every game, it's like, hey, we're playing the Patriots. Let's try this. Boom, See, works. Let's try this. Boom. The works. offense will get there, and it's going to look easy yeah, for, for sure. us when we get Gordon and Edelman because they're not going to be able to just fucking triple team Gronk every play. But the defense, it's not going to happen. 
the defense is terrible. You'll have your eight games in the middle of the season. Maybe. I'm really not that confident where they'll look somewhat decent and they'll hold people to under 20 points a game because that's what they do, but they'll have like 35 to 25 time of possession. And it's going to fool people again, but you're not fooling me, motherfucker. <laughs> you're trash. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's the problem with the Patriots defense. They try to keep everything in front of them. The time of possession is absolutely insane. I mean, you can blame the offense a whole lot. But the, I, I think it was 39 minutes. 39 minutes they had the ball last night? Yeah. 39 minutes. Yep. And it's just, and Matt, it's not like Matt Stafford was just, you know, completing 15 yard passes all the way. He's just dink, 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 and just absolutely <laughs> eviscerating our defense along with the run game, which, by the way, we have a front seven uh, just built to stop run run games. Yeah, they can't do that either. So, so what, are the page, the, what are the Patriots actually doing in their game plan? What are they planning to stop? What's their Nothing. plan? It's just <laughs> don't. This is fucking roll out. that up on roll the out there. defensive board. It just says – Keep out of end zone. No, no, like pointers to the game. It's just keep out of end zone. It's like a fucking toddler did it. Or Bill has one of his. And Bill then, has one of his New York Giants defensive coordinators uh, playbooks. Fucking that he's calling plays out of. There's there's probably coupons for high tower if they make if they make red zone stops. <laughs> <laughs> it says keep out of end zone and below there there's like coupons for Chick-fil-A or something shit he fucking he's eating more than fucking Chick-fil-A he's fucking going to that old country buffet dude <laughs> fucking fucking uh, all you can eat I saw where Hightower blocked someone on Twitter because someone told him hey man why don't you eat a salad every <laughs> once in a while that not at, not that the video hasn't already aged poorly, but Hightower screaming post-game in the uh, AFC Championship game. Screaming, oh, we the best. We the best. <laughs> oh, I'm man. White, so when I'm Hightower... not completely say what he said, but we the best. Shut the fuck up. Get your ass back on the field and lose a few pounds, asshole. <laughs> All right, man. Is there anything else we missed here? Did we... Did we... Do we effectively roast everyone? Not enough Bill Belichick slander, but that's for another we'll, day. He, yeah, we'll let him ride. We'll let him ride. We'll let him soak in this one. I'm sure he's fucking has a gun in his mouth right now anyway. Fucking crying. He's probably going to trade Gronk for a third tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Gronk successfully strong-armed Bill Belichick. Fucking legend. <laughs> fucking Bill Belichick <laughs> is Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski's whipping boy. He is their bitch. And what do we like? We like that. We love it. Yeah, it's that Conor McGregor video where he says, shut the fuck up. You'll do nothing. You'll do fucking You'll do nothing. fucking nothing. <laughs> Get out of here. You'll do fucking nothing. <laughs> Bill Belichick's call to fame is trading high profile players to like Cleveland and some and some other shitty team for a third round pick and Gronk is just like, eh, 
No thanks. Not you're happening. Good. You're not you trading me away. No from thanks. Reading. I'll actually retire. No thanks. Which I love. People, <laughs> yeah, people are going to call fucking Gronk a bitch, just like they call him Brady a bitch because, oh, he didn't go to the OTAs. Well, maybe your coach who preaches do what's best for the football team should start doing what's best for the fucking football team. Hey, uh, should do you think Brady should actually go to OTAs if he's got to throw to fucking Phil Dorsett and Chris Kurt Hogan all day long? Like, what kind of shit is that? It's the summertime. You got to throw to fucking Phil Dorsett and Chris Hogan all day long. That can't be. That's got to piss you off. I'd rather uh, yeah, just stay I'd home. stay home too. <laughs> I, that'd make me want to go even less. I, <laughs> yeah, up, I'm not fucking going. Fuck I'd this. Get up, I'd sit on the edge of my bed and I'd just fucking scream. <laughs> We, man, you know what? I was telling Alonzo, this team, it, it just seems like 20, 2009, 2013, where the team won because it had Tom Brady and it was going through a rebuild. And then you had the 2014, 2015 team. And it kind of feels like that, except for Tom Brady's 41 now. And I don't know, man. He, he it doesn't feels, look It feels bad. like this. He, Brady doesn't he look do, bad. He doesn't look he doesn't look bad, but the team definitely did definitely needs to be replenished in a multitude of posi- positional skill put skill positions just everywhere. And it's not going to happen in one year. And the thing that I always worried about was they had, a, they had the whole off season to address this. They didn't. And that's what scared me the most. And I, it actually made me confident. I was like, well, you know, it's another year we got Claiborne and rivers and all these guys at Bentley, but same problems as last year. Better than, better Ethan than Trey Flowers. Stinks. It's deplorable. It's fucking deplorable. Mr. and Vulgar. Claiborne better than Flowers. Tragic. And that's coming from me. I'm not even the biggest Flowers fan. I think he's a complimentary defensive end. Like a good number two defensive end, but... Oh boy, Claiborne better than him? Not a chance. Ooh, Gimp Arm. Ooh, he got six sacks in a game against a bum backup. <laughs> I think Dante Hightower was actually the backup he got the sacks on. <laughs> Just doubling for the Cowboys. Oh, my God. Fat slob. Patricia, no Patricia slander here anymore. You're not the fat diabetic slob. It is now Dante Hightower. <laughs> And we're actually we're actually not going to slander Flores because he's technically not the defensive no, he coordinator. Is not. So, so he just he just deflects everything like the Black King. He this is. is technically Bill Belichick's defense, not and your defensive mastermind has defense in the NFL by far. Not even not even fucking close. Blake Bortles trashed this, and I I just love that two weeks ago. Uh, Pat Chad hated Matt Stafford. He was the worst quarterback of all time. He's very good, idiots. And then he just fucking shredded the defense. The newly found good Patriots defense just fucking shredded I do him. not get the Matt Stafford hate. He's not a bad quarterback at all. Of course not. He fucking shredded us. I mean, it's not hard, but I think <laughs> I think I might be able to go out there and make a couple throws against this terrible-ass defense. <laughs> The, the thing I don't like, like the last thing we'll talk about, the thing I don't like about the Patriots' defense is people can say, yeah, there's not a pass rush. But the thing is, like, Matt Stafford's getting the ball out in one second. Like, could we please, like, just get up on some receivers and press the shit out of them? 
Like just for one time, can we not can we not play off receiver? Because every every time this happens, they 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 just line up in like a bunch formation, and someone loses someone, and someone's wide open within yep. one second. I don't get it's over. Why they're scared to press? Because guess what? <laughs> what you're doing right now isn't working, so you need to try something different. Bill Belichick versus trips formation. Name a better name a better sports rivalry. Bill Belichick versus the RPO. <laughs> Seriously, guys, I want everyone if you have the chance to look up Patriots versus uh, bunch formation, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's literally I, they have no fucking answer. Like if a team just went one game in the in, in its entirety in bunch formation, I have no idea what we do. They probably drop seventy. But, um, Gilmore, Gilmore should be able to press somebody. He's physical enough to yeah. do that. Rowe, he should be able to be physical enough. He's a big guy. He should be able to press somebody. John Jones, he's not the biggest guy, but... He's pretty but physical, though. He should be able to get up on the line and press somebody. And if he gets beat off the line, so be it. The dude can fly. He'll make up the ground. Isn't that where you're supposed to have the good safety Devin McCourty making $13 million for? So you can clean up this place? Dude, I don't know what's happened to McCourty. He does not look good. He has, Yeah, he hasn't looked this bad since he compared kneeling in the NFL to, to being a first responder in 9-11. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember that. That was just like three weeks ago. Ugh, that was possibly the dumbest comment I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how he could possibly justify saying that. Massive idiot. Hate right. to see it. God, we've got a we've got a nose tackle for a linebacker and a social a social justice warrior and safety. You just hate to see it. <laughs> you just hate to see it. And you got a fucking head coach with Alzheimer's. Can we please just trade for Earl Thomas like right now? Like Devin McCourty in the next five first, because next five first one of them's gonna be cross eyed. The next one's going to be some special team safety from Stanford. And then you're going to have a lacrosse hey, player from hey, Harvard wait playing. Minute. Wait a minute. Rutgers. Got to get a Rutgers player no. in there, man. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to get some great – got some, some Greg Shiano connection there. Some lacrosse player, some converted uh, rugby player from Australia. Those kind of guys. Those really gritty kind of guys. I'm fed up with this we man. I'm fed up with Bill Belichick and his trash-ass talent evaluation. Ah, we hate it. All right, Boris, thanks for coming on. No problem. It really, Happy to be on. Really, it really helps me to talk myself through this because it, it feels good knowing that there's other people that feel the way I feel. And we can just, we, we can just throw up the cross on Bill Belichick. You know, we said we were going to do it. We I have been a fan of it. this team since 1973. <laughs> BBL. <laughs> Someone was like, "You're such a." They're just roasting Aaron and Elton and me because we all posted him in there. Drag him. <laughs> Drag him. <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad. Oh my god. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on, and we will see you later. All right, see you later, man. Fuck you, Dwayne Allen. Fuck you, Bill Belichick.